Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. Before our story, here are Fibber and Molly with a word for you. I saw that new neighbor of ours down at the grocery store today, Molly. You mean the young mother across the way? The one with the three children? The very same. Boy, you should have seen her buying up the place. Really? Baby food, cereals, four quarts of milk. Says she shops that way every day. (laughs) Well, I shouldn't wonder. With three growing youngsters, the food and clothing bills get bigger right along with them. And so does the mother's responsibilities, too. I guess that's why so many dads are making sure their wives will have extra money during those budget-busting years through a Prudential Family Income Plan. You see, friends, if anything happens to you, the Family Income Plan will pay your family an income every month while the kids are growing up, money they'll need for food, clothing, and schooling. And because it provides this helping hand to you mothers only during your youngsters' taught to teenage years, it costs amazingly little. You can take it from us. If you've got growing children... It's time you called your Prudential agent about a family income plan for your family. You couldn't make a wiser move. A standard question which Mrs. McGee asks Mr. McGee every morning of his life around this time is... McGee, why don't you hang your bathrobe up in the bathroom instead of draping it over the piano like this? Hmm, what'd you say? Never mind. Yeah. This shirt you left down here last night, is this for the laundry? McGee? Huh? Oh, what'd you say, Molly? What's the matter with you? I'm trying to remember a song. What the name of it is. Dad ratted thing has been running around in my head like a merry-go-round all morning, and it's driving me goofy. Oh? Let's hear it. Maybe I can help. Okay, it goes. What song is that? I've been humming that all morning, and I can't get rid of it. What is it? I'm sorry. I don't think I ever heard that one before. Oh, sure you did, Molly. It's an old one. Used to be around in the 20s or the 30s, maybe. Think hard. It goes... You get it? What is it? I don't recognize it, McGee. I'm sorry. Wait, doggone it. I woke up this morning with this tune in my head and by Georgia... Come in. Well, hello, Doctor. Come in. Hiya, Molly. And good morning to you, Frazzletop. Dearie. Hmm? Oh, hi, Frogface. Excuse me. I was thinking about something. (laughs) He's got a problem, Doctor. Trying to remember the name of a song. Seems he woke up this morning with a tune running around inside of his head. Well, there's plenty of room inside there, all right. (laughs) Although anything in McGee's head will probably die for lack of oxygen. Because that's the nearest thing to a perfect vacuum that science has ever discovered. Oh, cut it out, you big irritator. This ain't funny. Doggone song keeps running through my mind. It's just as familiar as anything, only I can't think of the name of it. Well, that can be pretty annoying, all right. Hey, listen, maybe you know what it is, Doc. Listen, it goes... That's not the song you hum for me, McGee. Oh, sure it is, Molly. I just changed the key. Sounds like you broke the lock. You know, Doc, that familiar to you? 
Let me hear that again. I'll go put some coffee on. This may take forever. Now, listen careful now. This is important because this thing is driving me screwy. It goes... Mm-hmm. Here, I'll hum it again for you. Now, think hard. You must have heard it. It goes... You remember that? you know the name of it? No, sir. I tell you, I got a real good ear for music, Mr. McGee, but that, that, that's got me stumped. Uh, heck. I know it's an old one, Les. You were probably just a kid at the time, but it was real popular. That song was popular? Who in the world with? Well, uh, with everybody. I mean, well, it was a pop tune. There's sure no explaining musical taste, says there. Doggone thing's been running around in my head all day, and I can't get rid of it. Say, maybe if you went down to the filling station and had the boys blow a little air through your head there, it might kind of clear it out. Bye. Oh, gee, now, don't don't get sore, Mr. McGee. I, I was just making a little joke. I, I didn't mean to rile you. Well, it's, it's just not funny, Les. It's just not funny. If I don't find out the name of this dad-ratted song, I won't even be able to sleep tonight. I ask Molly, and I ask Doc Gamble and the mailman, and... Two guys that pick up our garbage, and then I come over here to see if you might know Well, what... uh, give it to me again. Like I say, I got me a good memory for music. Maybe it'll sort of ring a bell. Do it again. Okay. Say, wait a minute. Yeah? That, that middle part there, that, that does bring back a kind of a memory. Yeah, yeah. Seems to me... Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I was only about six or seven years old at the time. I, yeah. I remember we had a saphonograph record, and we used to play it all the time. Yeah, it, it was this tune, huh? No, no, it mm. wasn't that song you're singing. No, see, our record was the Stars and Stripes Forever, but every time we had played it, our hound dog used to howl those very same notes that you just sang. What? That daddy part that you just did there. I, you'd be amazed how much that old hound dog sounded like a human being. I, I never realized it till I heard you... Ah, for the skipping. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. One thing the communists desperately fear is the power of truth. Truth that blasts their lies, shows up their tyranny in all its ugly colors. Radio Free Europe broadcasts this kind of truth right across the Iron Curtain, right into the Kremlin-dominated satellite nations. Radio Free Europe is people talking to people, refugees and trusted leaders who have fled the Iron Curtain, talking to their friends and neighbors back home in their own language. The Iron Curtain countries lie between Russia and Free Europe. If the captive populations of these countries can be fully won over by the Soviets, the red power of aggression will be enormously strengthened. If, on the other hand, the spirit of resistance to tyranny can be kept alive, the Soviets will be kept off balance and their captive empire weakened. Your support of Radio Free Europe will help whip communism in its own backyard. Help the crusade for freedom by contributing a truth dollar. Just address Crusade for Freedom in care of your local post office. My gosh, you'd think somebody'd know the name of a simple little song that I can't stop humming it and don't know what the name of it is. Is that you, McGee? Yeah, I tried everybody on the block. Of all the musical nincompoops, this block has got 99% of them. Where are you? Out here in the kitchen. The old-timer just brought the groceries. Hey, the old-timer, he ought to know. He's been around forever, and he's heard all this. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello there, Johnny. Yeah. I seen you walking down the street a while ago, muttering to yourself with your puss puckered up like a peck of prunes. Yeah, I... What happened? Somebody slipped some alum in your rock candy? 
No, no, I got a problem, though, old-timer. Maybe you can help me. Look, you know a lot of songs, don't you? Oh, I sure do, Johnny. I sing to Bessie all the time. Which one do you want me to sing? Mademoiselle from Armentiers? Frankie and Johnny? Lily Marlene? No, no. Oh, uh, you'd rather I'd whistle them. Mm. Long as daughter's here, I better whistle. Some of them songs are kind of risky, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, take it easy, will you? I don't want you to sing or whistle. I want you to tell me the name of a song. It's been running around in my head all day. No, oh, I'm afraid I won't be any help to you on that, son. I'm sorry. But you just said you know a lot of songs. I do, daughter. I know the tunes to over a hundred songs. Only thing is, I don't know the names of any of them. Just a tune. Oh, criminy, this is the but, same... But, 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 hey, kids, I know just the feller to solve this for you. You do? New customer just moved on to my grocery route a couple of weeks ago. Mr. Combs, his name is. Combs? He used to do this very thing on the radio years ago. People would sing a song, and he'd tell them the name onto it. Yeah, hey, now we're getting someplace. And a song detective, he called himself, had a helper on the program named Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson? Yep, Sherlock Combs and Dr. Watson. That was it. Uh, it was before your time, daughter. Thank heavens. Well, you really think he could... I'll go get him to come over here, Johnny. Swell. Uh, this feller, Combs, he knows every song that was ever wrote. Why, he even knows the words to Abba Dabba Honeymoon. <laughs> That's our man. Run, get him quick. No, I'm off, kids. In a cloud of dust. Johnny, your worries are over. Well, I hope so. That dreaded song is driving me daft. <laughs> This is him, kids. Mr. Combs, Mr. and Ms. McGee. Glad to meet you. How do you do, I'm sure. How do you do, Mrs. McGee, Mr. McGee? Mr. Combs was a big man in radio, you know, at one time. Yes, you told us all Star, about... that famous program, known to the Crystal Set, as Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watsit, song detective. Wonderful. Yeah, swell show. Sure would like to have heard that. Now, about this problem of mine, Mr. Combs... I've been having a heck of a time all day. That ratted song keeps running around in my head, and I can't think of the name of it, what it is. Well, I'm most happy to assist you, old chap. Now, if you'll just hum this tune of yours. Okay, you ready? Ah, uh, this brings back memories of good old Dr. Watsit. If he hadn't married that little Swiss bell ringer... Oh, uh, well. Proceed, Mr. McGee. Okay. Now, listen. It goes like this. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do
Be sure you're ringside for a great 10-round middleweight bout between Ralph Tiger Jones and Eduardo Lasse. It'll be a great fight, and you're invited. Hear the Cavalcade of Sports tomorrow night on NBC Radio. The top fight show with Ralph Tiger Jones meeting Eduardo Lasse in a 10-round middleweight thriller. Friday nights also means the song stylings of Dinah Shore and Frank Sinatra. Dinah has one of the most relaxing quarter hours in radio today. So hear the Dinah Shore show. Frank Sinatra combines platters with a bit of casual chatter and adds a song or two to bring you more musical entertainment Friday evenings on NBC. Also, there's Friday with Garraway, a smoothly paced show that's sure to please jangled nerves. It'll be worth your while to set your dial and spend Friday with Garraway. Remember, NBC leads the rest with the best in radio entertainment. Yes, Mabel. And they both insist it's Jada. Who cares? As long as it's off McGee's mind. If I had to put in another day like today... Hey, Molly, how's about another root beer for my good friend, Mr. Dr. Combs? Okay, as soon as I finish talking here. Like I was saying, Combs, I was in vaudeville myself. That's how I know all these old tunes. Oh, say, uh, perhaps you can help me with one. One that's always had me stymied. Oh, how does it go? Oh, no, wait. Hello, Mabel. Is anyone using your guest room? Oh, never mind. I'll stick it out. Bye. McGee. Yeah, Tootsie? Good night. I'm going up to bed. Oh, well, good night, kiddo. Oh, let's see. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer, Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble, Robert Easton as Les, and Jack Moyles as Sherlock Holmes. This is John Wald urging you to be with us again tomorrow for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Tonight, join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends on the NBC Radio Network.